It is May 9th, 2018. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Justin Labar to discuss SmackDown Live for May 8th, 2018. First SmackDown on the road to Money in the Bank. Mr. Matt Morgan, how you doing, man? Good. Hi, guys. Good to see you, What's man. Up, Matt? Good to see you. Justin, good to have you back. Uh, Matt, all in all, what would you think of last night's show and its setup for Money in the Bank six weeks away? Um, sorry. Um, better than Raw. I know it sounds crazy. Um, the I, I like the advertising going into this show. By the way, did you see the commercials for SmackDown during Raw? Yeah. Um, it created a little bit of excitement. Uh, I thought for me as a fan, uh, and wanting to watch SmackDown. Um, by proxy, when it happens with Raw, I'm never really excited in those commercials. But anyways, <laughs> uh. The, the show was, uh, it was good. It's, it, um, you know, especially I really liked the girls stuff. You know, I really did. Um, and I thought they did a decent job of building, you know, to the next uh, chapter. Overall for the whole show, the whole roster. Yeah. No, I thought it was uh, all in all good momentum coming out. It's going to be interesting to see how they maintain that with their UK trip next week. Those are usually... Um, more filler shows given especially that spoilers will leak online since they're taped ahead of time uh justin what did you think last night well it was better than raw it was better than backlash but that bar wasn't set <laughs> so high um you know it, it was it, smackdown was better you know it definitely helps that smackdown is um you know again only two hours it's a sweet spot so that's you know that's better uh you know it's still i still say combined the three days of tv backlash raw smackdown yeah uh, it, it was some of the. It, I, I don't like to use the word worst, but I'm just gonna say it, it was some of the worst three collective days overall. And I think a lot of it. It's not because the talent wasn't trying. It's not because production people's not trying. It's just I think everybody in that company right now is a little bit on e. They had the hectic WrestleMania season that they have. Then three weeks later, they had this another WrestleMania basically with in Saudi Arabia, and then backlash, and then we're all SmackDown. I think it's just been too much. Give them a damn off season, please. Give them an off season. Yeah. Give them four weeks off. Hey, Matt, when you were there, what was do you, do you have a time that stands out in your mind as like the most collectively tired you were on a particular oh, run? Ironically, right before I uh, got my release, right before uh, my contract was up and they didn't resign me, it was, um, God, what did we do? We did smack down, uh, we did a pay-per-view. I think it was the ECW pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Uh, one Night Stand, the first one. Yeah. And then I want to say we did a SmackDown taping. And then from there, we went to Japan. Wow. And it was, I remember just being thrown in there. Like, it wasn't like two months of, hey, we're going to Japan. It was like a couple weeks notice. And I was looking forward to coming home, you know, from the normal house show schedule, you know. But uh, you went from ECW, you went from the ECW pay-per-view to, I believe, the SmackDown taping to normal house shows. And I think that's when we went to Japan, something like that. It was yeah. it was pretty crazy. I remember it being very tiring, though, yeah. So you look at this now. Now, you're by no means a slouch. You've got a very busy life with your full-time job, city commissioner in Longwood. But do you ever think about when you wake up in your big, comfy bed, well-rested, that, oh, All man, thank God I'm not going to Saudi Arabia. All the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a lot, man. I think uh, people really underestimate. And Justin, to your point, it's not just the performers. It's creative. The producers, everybody is feeling this. So uh... production people, people forget about that. The production guys, you know, uh, you know, like like a WrestleMania weekend, like the production guys, how early they have to get in. And they got to set up. They got to set up a Hall of Fame stage, and they got to set up a Mania stage, and then you got to go TV for converted over for Raw and NXT. And like production people, like I, that, those are the ones that people really don't give enough. You know, people we all think about. Okay, the talent's tired. We even think, okay, the creative's tired, and maybe that's why mm. the storylines aren't as good. But people don't realize what it takes to produce the quality of television they do. And how, how, I mean, now those guys make some good money. Don't get me wrong. The, the production people make some good money, uh, <laughs> but it, it's, it's, they earn it. Yeah. So last night, the show started off with Paige coming out announcing the Money in the Bank qualifying matches. And mm-hmm. we had Jeff Hardy versus The Miz open that up. This uh, match went on for a quarter of the show, it was the first half hour. Um, so Matt, what did you think of this match and the outcome with the Miz winning and going on to Money in the Bank? Um, good. I, I missed, I missed the, I saw the finish, but like I missed the post match. That wasn't for the title and I missed it, right? 
Yeah, no, just for money in the bank qualifier. That was just a qualifier. That's what I thought. Yeah. Anyways, I missed the celebration part. Anyways, um, huh, su- surprising. Hmm. But but the, but the match itself, I kept saying to myself, well, you know what? It makes more. I would imagine they put Jeff in that match. But then I was thinking, you know, Jeff will be able to get a title defense in on this pay per view as well. Maybe if he loses, right? Yeah. You know, but the match itself was come on, that was good. That was good, guys. Oh, great back and forth. Yeah, it was a good match. I, it was funny. I was paying attention to the ending because you know Matt was. We were just talking about this Sunday night about how <laughs> Hardy with the Swanton. He hasn't been. He hasn't been overshooting a little bit and hitting the shoulders. He's been nailing guys directly right in the right, you know, right in the sweet spot. And he had. To, he actually had to go back and, and overshoot just a little bit in order for that finish to work for Miz then to to roll him over. Yeah. My only thing. My only thing about that finish. I'm. I'm always. And again, we talked about this a little bit Sunday. I forget about. I forget who we were talking about this for. But you know, I'm a little. You know, Miz just got hit with a swanton, and less than two seconds later, he has enough wherewithal to roll Hardy over for for the pin. I, I, I mean, I'm always just a little bit iffy about you know being taking a big move. You know, like like, like I like I criticize Ambrose when Ambrose gets hit and then he does in the ropes and the clothesline. I'm I'm always a little bit iffy about the whole how much selling or not selling did they do? You know, on a big, especially on not not just anything, but Jeff's finisher. But it was it, but it was a good yeah. match overall. Overall, it's a good match. Yeah, Money in the Bank's going to be better with The Miz building up to that match. Now, given the results of Daniel Bryan versus Rusev, it looks like uh, we're not going to get D. Bryan and The Miz together uh, in the build-up to Money in the Bank. But, man, I think anytime you have put The Miz in there, it's just going to elevate the energy of things on the promo side. And it seems like we're going to have a long build to this, right? I mean, you th- figure maybe not in Europe next week, but two weeks from now, we'll know who all eight contestants are. Yeah, it's an exciting build. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, Jeff hit the Swanton, covered the Miz. Miz kicked out, uh, just, Swole. like, reversed it. Yeah, it was it yeah. was cool. Very fast. Blink and you miss it. Um, but the Miz is going to Money in the Bank. And this this was a very good match. My only complaint, it's I think it's tough when they do these opening segments and they go for the first quarter of the show, though. Um, again, it's just a little nitpicky, but uh, it was good. So, after that backstage promos uh we got one with cesaro and sheamus sheamus eat, just eating a huge bag of lucky charms right out of the bag he's impressed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh setting up his match for uh with kofi kingston later in the evening but then shinsuke nakamura now what you think of this matt uh, kind of having renee ask him questions shinsuke elaborating on the no speak english the making the nuts joke uh how do you feel about this this continued build for their feud? Um, I don't know. I thought it was kind of tired and played out as far as the being the nut shot goes. But obviously, I was wrong by the fans' reaction the other night when AJ gave it back to him. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I, I don't think I'm judging it properly, quite honestly, because the fans spoke right. Um, personally, for my taste, I think it's overplayed. It's out. It, it, it jumped a shark after the second nut shot. Yeah. I think they just took it up to such a level on backlash that I think it won people back over that were tired of it because um, it was insane. Justin, how about you? What did you think of this last night with Shinsuke doing the, oh, I did speak English, but I forgot. Uh, I'm nuts. Matt's nuts. Or, uh, AJ's nuts. <laughs> I, I like I like Hill Shinsuke, and I like the sarcastic and the facials he makes and the no speak English. It is starting to get repetitive, the, the same promo backstage with Renee. Um I'm still waiting for like that match with them. These you know, the guy, again, these guys have fought three times on TV in a month. Starting at Mania, then Greatest Royal Rumble, now Backlash. None of them have been bad, but I don't know if it's we're building such an expectation up because it's AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. But I it, maybe we are. Maybe we're building up too much. I I don't feel like they've hit that. I don't feel like they, they've given us the best match that they could have yet. And I don't know if that's being done by design to build to this because they're doing so many TV matches or if something's not clicking. But I don't feel like we've gotten the best. I think that last uh, was a backlash. If the finish was different, that would have been their best one. Yeah, I think finish regardless. That backlash match was their best one. Finish regardless, it was their best one. But I still feel like maybe, and again, it might be because we're just setting such. A, I mean, there was such expectation going into that Mania match of, oh my God, this is the dream match of AJ right. and Shinsuke. Uh, and it might be the case. We might be setting ourselves up too much for him. I don't know. Yeah. And I think that this is a case where it's kind of weird that the WWE is fighting fan expectations. Um, 
where and we see this what was the other thing there's been a couple things recently we've talked about fans convince themselves so much something is going to happen and I, I don't think it's the wwe's fault necessarily that that it doesn't follow through um but yeah backlash man if that match had been a mania i think there'd be a much different crowd energy and uh, pardon, folks, it was Xavier Woods versus Cesaro. We'll talk about that match in a moment. But first, we had a Money in the Bank qualifier for the women's Money in the Bank, Charlotte Flair versus Peyton Royce. Okay, Matt, I shouted you out on Twitter about this last night. Peyton and Billy came out, the Iconics did their promo, and I seem to recall you saying people are cheering you, if people are booing you, whatever, but the worst thing you can get is no reaction. And it sounded like, it sounded like these two had no reaction for a lot of that promo. It did sound that way. It did. It doesn't mean it's too late. It doesn't mean they can't get them back. Um, that just didn't hit. I think they're letting them talk, which is usually a good thing, having people talk. But I think they're letting them do too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's just too much, too soon. And uh, I think people are just getting turned off by it, you know, momentarily. Yeah, and it wasn't all that funny last night. Justin, what do you think of their, their shtick so far? Uh, yeah, kind of. I kind of agree with what you just said there. It's not. It's just not as comical as whoever's writing it thinks it is. It's it's not coming off uh, that way. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, bury it or deem it all a failure just yet. It's kind of early, but I, I yeah, right now I'm not. I'm not there with it yet. So let's talk the match itself. Um, Charlotte faced Carmella Sunday at Backlash. She had this mm-hmm. match against Peyton Royce last night. Uh, I don't know. Matt, do you think? Where 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 would you rank uh, this match last night in Charlotte's overall matches? It seemed a little different for her. Well, she had another tall girl in the ring finally with her, right? Uh, um, decent size, yeah. I mean, you know, not not too short, not short, but uh, I liked it. You guys didn't like the match? I thought it was fun. I thought the match with Carmella took a while to get going, but I thought it was better. I thought, you know, what it is? Are you guys noticing lately? Charlotte's getting in that. Um, the headlock spot more. I, I felt like there were a lot of repetitive beats last night. Uh, they didn't really change it up a little till midway, halfway through. No, that was fun. I just don't think this is her best work. This isn't Charlotte. I mean, remember Charlotte just wrestled Oscar at WrestleMania. Charlotte was in a feud with uh, Natalia before. So I think Carmella pulled off a pretty good match at Backlash. It took a while to get going. Um, but I just think that with Peyton and Billy, this is still relatively new. It's not someone she has chemistry with well-earned in the ring uh, because she's, she's just facing her for uh, the first time. All fair points, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like it. I don't think I, I'm fair to judge her matches though, anymore. I just, because I'm always, I'm always, uh, you know, shaking the uh, Charlotte pom-poms, you know what I mean? So... <laughs> I just, I am. I just think she's a stud ass athlete, and her matches, to me, always seem to stand out, even when they're boring. You know, they could be perceived as boring, and, and the storyline might not be very rich. I'm, I, I still come away, you know, generally entertained by them. Yeah, Justin, what do you think, and uh, what do you think about her winning, going on to women's money in the bank here? It seems like they're almost knocking her down a little bit to build her back up right now. Well, I don't know if it's knocking her or down. Winning or losing? Well, no, she, she won, so uh, Charlotte did qualify for Money in the Bank. So how did she get knocked down? Well, she got beat down by the Iconics. Carmella, in essence, stole her title with the Money in the Bank cash-in. This is the woman who broke Asuka's streak. We had uh, a little lull where Charlotte lost some matches, and now this is part of the comeback where, where they're building oh, her back she, up. She, she beat the undefeated Asuka just 30 days ago. I know. Amazing. Out- and that's the one I'm that's saying. It's not like, being it's- broken down, brother. That it, this is not the Taz breakdown and hopefully <laughs> let's build them back up. Then. Well, I have to say, Charlotte going in the money in the bank. Because normally, okay, so if you have a champion or someone that you think of as one of the top people in the company going into money in the bank, I think that is, um, I don't want to say a waste of an opportunity, but people aren't as jazzed about that. It's like we talked about the other night. Like if Roman's in money in the bank, a lot of people are going to be sort of like, oh, well, Kind of have a feeling how this is going to go. Does Roman really need money in the bank? Yada, yada, yada. With Charlotte, I think Charlotte is, is the top woman in all of WWE. So I'm saying you have to, you have to give her a, a bounce back or a redemptive arc or else it's sort of the same thing. People just go, oh, Charlotte's going to win the whole thing. I think 
Asuka, if Asuka had been announced as an entrant in Money in the Bank a month ago, people would say, oh, Asuka's going to win the whole thing. Um, I think right. to make her seem a little fallible makes her makes it a more believable contest. That's just me personally. Yeah. I think yeah, I think I think with Charlotte, she has been the workhorse for them in the last two plus years. I mean, I mean, you know, back and forth, you know, she dropped the title, won the title so many times with Sasha. She's done everything. She breaks Asuka's streak. Charlotte has literally done, and she's been a part of all the first time, you know, the first time women's Hell in a Cell, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. She's literally done everything. The only thing left for her to do at this point is to have that inevitable match that everybody talks about with Ronda Rousey, that big marquee box office, which, which we're, you know, Ronda's a ways away from that. We're probably, probably not until next year, right? Yeah. So I think almost Charlotte's done everything. She's done so much for them. It's, it's almost like, it's almost like what Randy Orton's career has been for the last five years. Randy Orton accomplished so much, so quick, so young. You ran out of things to give him. He'd, he'd been the youngest champion. He'd won, yeah, he'd won every accolade. True. It got to the point where it wasn't that Randy Orton was boring. It was like there was nothing. There was no other. There was no other ring for him to grab. There was no other other accomplishment. I think Charlotte, in a, in a maybe a little bit shorter condensed situation, has done that. There is she's beat Oscar. She's beaten everybody else. She's had gimmick matches. She's had everything. Uh, there's just nothing left for her to do right now until Ronda's ready. So it's kind of like they're using her right now to try to help elevate some of these new females that are coming in, uh, you know, which, you know, good matches, but maybe not the most rich storylines to steal the phrase from Matt earlier. Yeah. Very fair. Uh, so Charlotte, of course, went from the figure four to the figure eight to win and get that money in the bank spot. After that, we had Xavier Woods versus Cesaro. Um, man, c- continuing it on with uh, mixing it up with the tag teams. How do you think this compared to last week's match with Sheamus, Matt? Why was it Xavier again? Uh, because Xavier beat Sheamus, and so this was Cesaro. I believe as he said, nobody, what was on? nobody makes a fool of the bar two weeks in a row. Uh, so the idea was that Cesaro was going to go out and defend his partner's honor by uh, taking on Xavier Woods. I I don't like, I don't know, I, I, I don't know what to make of the bar. That's the truth. I really don't know what to make. Uh, Sheamus, a former world champion. I've said this before. Uh, Cesaro should be a former world champion um, by now. Um, if they caught him when he was hot. But, uh, so I don't know what to make of them. I really don't because I know what I don't like. I don't like comedy with them. I know that. I think they're better than that. They're not that Santino role. Yeah, just because you're you're just because you're in, and I understand the logic. This is their logic, by the way. Anybody that WWE books um, um, New Day with, I know creative, and I know Vince, and I know their thinking is, you know what, Cesaro, Sheamus, we need to get them. They need to be more entertaining, you know. And, and then boom, let's put them. Let's let's marry them to uh, New Day. <laughs> And that will be the biggest craze in all those writers' meetings when it comes time to talking about the bar. Yeah. And, and, and they'll just hone in on that, on how they're, they're there to help them, enhance them, be more entertaining. And it's like, no, those are two bruisers. One's a classical wrestler and friggin' incredible. And the other one is a bruiser. You know, I, I don't need to see them be funny. Yeah. Matt, I think even if you were there as the badass big guy ass kicker, you put you in a feud with the New Day, and you'll be out there twerking, tossing around <laughs> pancakes in the ring. You know, is I mean, right? Yeah. Who's avoided it so far? The New Day has not had a serious feud. Um, no, you know, and, and which is cool because when they do turn it up, like say versus the Usos, and some of those really good promos, that's why those promos were really good. Yeah, can we just yeah. picture? Yeah. Can we can we just picture it now? Vince going. Matt Morgan, he's big, he's muscular. <laughs> Let us see a twerk. <laughs> can we set up some kind of bet? Like, can we bet on something? And then, like, if, if you lose, you twerk, Matt. I don't know. I think the people, the people want to see it. They want to, they want to yeah, see you do I, comedy. I, I, I would rather twerk than stutter. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of this, Justin? How this match stacked up, and do people appreciate, you know, just the the technicality in the ring? Um, you know, these, these guys putting on this match and doing it when you surround it with all this comedy. Like, do you view it as a serious match? Can you take it seriously as a match in the silly context, the way they present these things? Uh, I might be the wrong person to ask because I, I've kind of checked out when I've seen these series of matches the last few weeks. And I, and I, I like all five guys. Uh, I like all three in the New Day. Every, I like the bar. But I, I've just kind of checked yeah. out, mostly because I feel like everything's kind of at a standstill. You know, like, like Max said, 
you know, Sheamus and Cesaro, they should be doing something different. And both of them are just, all, you know, great singles competitors. The New Day, I guess to their credit, has has been around. I mean, they've been together since like twenty what twenty fourteen. Yeah, that 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 isn't it. And they really have had no off time. I mean, there's really, and there's really never been an injury. That's like an eternity in today's programming. That's an eternity in today's WWE world to be together for that long uh, as a unit, not splitting off in singles. So I'm kind of like checked out just because this stuff back and forth the bar doesn't interest me. I'm just kind of checked out. So, I mean, I the match was yeah, on. I'll be, I'll be honest. I was not paying attention to the match. I was probably doing five other things. Yeah. And I, yeah, I get that. I mean, we've talked about this before, how a gimmick can uh, shade your perception of a wrestling team. Uh, I think people mock surprise at the time. What was it when the fashion police put on a free, really good match? A lot of people just see the fashion police. And they're like, oh, this is a comedy segment. I'm not going to pay attention to it. They can go out there and wrestle a five-star, but you're not going to take yeah. it seriously. Yep. Yeah, so Sheamus leapt off the apron. Woods caught him. Uh, but, oh, pardon me. Then uh, Woods leaps from the top. Cesaro catches him midair. Big uppercut for the pin. That was the end of that match. And then Renee was backstage with AJ, AJ Styles, given his rebuttal to Shinsuke's promo. Um, AJ not cleared due to the backlash match with Shinsuke. Uh, but yeah, basically confirming that the feud's not done. So maybe Money in the Bank will have uh, finally the end-all, be-all, both guys wear cups match to end that feud. Um, speaking a, cu- of- a cup on a pole match. Oh, yeah, there you go. <clears throat> what did you think of the Bludgeon Brothers promo last night, Matt? That was a little different, kind of creepy. Didn't care. <laughs> okay, you're at that point with it. Um, I was like, oh, this this is finally something a little interesting. Uh Justin, yay or nay on the Bludgeon Brothers? Where are you at with uh, the whole thing? I like the promo. I like the creepy little music and the the yeah. the, the, the the like the voodoo dolls of the action figures of of the other tag teams. I like that. I mean, I I don't. I still I still don't know if I'm behind the big mallets and the whole the, the whatever the hell they wear. But I but I like the promo. Right. Yeah, we also got Sanity and. Uh, uh almost promos last night as well so they're still coming on smackdown long builds it feels like it's been a month since mania now and uh i think next week we're finally going to see uh andrade see an almost so see how that goes yeah i know i know i know uh (laughs) out there there's someone there's the one fan uh becky lynch versus mandy rose mandy rose got her new absolution less entrance last night and defeated Becky Lynch in a relatively fast match. Um, how do you think that's Mandy big, looked? Yeah, it's a big win. Yeah, that's a big win. She just beat Becky Lynch kind of quickly, like you said. Yeah, right. Um, I, what we all thought would happen that she's going to end up being pushed. She's going to get an opportunity, you know, and hopefully she does something with it. I thought last night she did do a little. I thought she did something with it. Yeah, and she got that special entrance, right, with the blurring everything around her. I mean, they put a little effort into that, so clearly they uh, see her as as somewhat of a priority. Justin, what what did you think last night of that? Uh, I like the Mandy Rose entrance. I like the steamy kind of effect they had of, like, you know, so hot and steamy. I thought the music and her walk, I thought everything was on time. I thought it starts with the entrance and captivating people, and I thought it was a good entrance. Uh, You can definitely tell there's been some hand-me-downs in the creative room from Eva Marie to the Lana to the Emelina, and now it's evolved into this Mandy Rose entrance. Uh, her beating Becky surprised me the way she did. I'm still trying to figure out what suit in WWE Becky Lynch pissed off. Who? I thought it was uh, Kevin Dunn doesn't like her accent. I thought that was the uh, nail in her coffin as far as her push went. Somebody, does, somebody doesn't like her accent. She said no to sleeping with somebody. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a much bigger bombshell. Um... Yeah, Becky online was doing a Money in the Bank promo after. So Mandy uh, rolled up Becky, countered a springboard kick, rolled up Becky for a surprise win. Um, Becky released a Money in the Bank promo online talking about coming back from this. We saw last night Naomi and Ty Dillinger do Money in the Bank promos online. Even, uh, oh, God, uh, I'm blanking on this. Uh, Primo did a Money in the Bank promo. (laughs) I know, I know. Well, Matt, what do you what do you think? Do you like this year that they seem to be involving everyone in the roster? I mean, Monday night we saw Goldust cut a promo. They're really trying. I doubt it'll happen, but they're trying to make it feel like with eight spots, anybody could be a Money in the Bank this year. Well, yeah, that's obvious what it is. Yeah. I, I think that's cool. I, I like to know and see the guys and girls be you know excited about opportunity. Yeah, 
and that I think that's a very they did a good job of that with that stuff. And I think, yeah, we laugh at the primos and the guys that have no shot in hell being in this match, but it doesn't mean they don't want to be in it. It doesn't mean we shouldn't at least get to know, you know what I mean, what it would mean to them. Because yeah. you know what, one of these guys or girls, if they do it right and uh, not do it right, all it takes is one. 10 second clip to, to resonate with the fans and it could be somebody like a Heath Slater type that hasn't you know that's not that's not regularly on TV that does that and boom you know Vince goes wait a minute that was that was you know people are feeling this guy let's get him let's try something with him you know you never know I agree I think an element of surprise would actually be great this year if you had to pick Matt who, who's your roster deep cut that you would like to see in the men's money in the bank I, I could not even tell you other than what? Who I want to see? Mitt. No, I mean someone that, that like, I'm talking like a Kurt Hawkins. Like someone that you knew would oh, not okay, be okay, okay. would go in Money in the Bank this year. It's a great question. I don't have an answer. Yeah, I think, look, if the storyline's right, I'll take Primo. If, if, they, if the storyline is right with it. Kurt Hawkins, oh. I think, has a natural storyline. Um, they could probably do something yeah. kind of cool with it if they ever wanted to, to reverse it, his losing streak. Is Zack Ryder on SmackDown? Uh, Raw, but that's fine. He's, a, he's an acceptable Raw. answer. Let's see Zach. Yeah, man, uh, I can't believe they didn't bring him out in Long Island the other night. Mm-hmm. Me either. <laughs> Justin, how about you? If you had to pick sort of a money in the bank, less less uh, obvious choice. From the yeah, I'm, I'm racking my brain since you brought it up. I mean, Kurt, yeah, Kurt Hawkins, as now that you've said that, it's fun because because of the losing streak. And then he has this, you know, the money in the bank's briefcase. It's basically a license to steal. So, I mean, obviously, I don't think he'd actually be successful cashing in. But I don't know. I mean, ever since, you know, the, oh, I know we'll talk about it. But, I mean, right now, I mean, not it's not a deep cut. I, I think I think Rusev's just a hot hand, I think. Yeah. He's in the match, which we'll talk about. I think he's there's a lot of reasons uh, you got to consider him a, a not a he's a, he's not like necessarily the the, the obvious favorite. Obviously, favorite? like you know, he's not a favorite, but he's definitely I think he's got a, a realistic chance. Hope so. So yeah, Money in the Bank qualifying match closed the show last night. The main event was Daniel Bryan versus Rusev. They got a good long time to work this and. Uh, very interesting reaction from the crowd that seemed to support both of these guys, but there was not outrage when Daniel Bryan lost, sending Rusev yeah. on to Money in the Bank. Matt, what, so how did this match meet as far as your expectations, and what did you think overall of this? Well, that was a hell of a match. Yeah. That was a great match. Are you kidding me? Um, but um, did not see Rusev winning, um, that's for sure. And you're right. I, I, I thought the fans would lose their minds, you know what I mean, once the pin, you know what I mean, when, when, yeah. once the finish came, you know. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't know if it's the fans just wanting to chant the chant, you know. But if him winning and them not going crazy about it and getting pissed, you know, that's supposed to be an indicator, too, that maybe it's not just the chant. It is Rusev himself. Yeah. That, you know, so the jury's still out on that, in my opinion. Yeah. Justin, what did you think of uh, both the booking and the match last night? Well, not just the fact that Rusev won. He won clean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't like there was a big bunch of shenanigans. He won clean. Um, so Can I at least I, get big guys out there or something? <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah, you know. That's, Daniel Bryan. I, I don't know. I didn't like it. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, they added Rusev to, a, to the U.S. title match of Mania. He's been prominently and regularly, committedly booked on SmackDown. He gets a high-profile casket match against The Undertaker in Saudi Arabia. Now he's beating Daniel Bryan clean to qualify for the Money in the Bank. His merch is moving. So that's what I'm saying. You know, a favorite in the Money in the Bank, of course you're going to say Braun Strowman's a favorite. I, I, I still think Roman Reigns will probably get added. So you look at those guys and go, okay, these are big names. But they're, they're not really appropriate for the Money in the Bank. Rusev is kind of appropriate. Rusev's a guy Wait, who... Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm an idiot. Um, so SmackDown doesn't have their own... It's, no, it, 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 this match itself will be combined as I know there's a combined four and four will be combined. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So eight men, four from each brand. You'll be able to take the contracts, whoever wins. And I believe cash it in on their respective brand. They're going to make it look like Braun's the favorite, but there's no way Braun wins this. Just right. my two cents. He doesn't need Vince will never be on board with Braun winning the world championship. Cash it, cash it in or money in the, no, 
Correct. No. You need an you need a big advertised, big fight feel for Braun to win that title. You don't need it to be a LMS he, prize. He, yeah, he doesn't need the sneaky route either. No, no, that's what I mean. So, but WWE will try to paint the pictures. You know, a yes. monster in there with the ladders. He's a favorite. If Roman gets in there, he's a you know he's a favorite. But a guy like Rusev is the guy that's most appropriate to have it carry it around for a little bit. He'll cash in on Rusev Day. Ha ha ha. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Brights itself, folks. Uh, no, I think Rusev would be great to do this. Um, last night, I thought, look, the fact he got the crowd support against Daniel Bryan, um, thought this was a really good match. I mean, Dude, Rusev, nobody can claim that. I want you yeah. to really just dissect that for a second. Yeah, nobody, including Dave Batiste, nobody <laughs> can uh, get a positive. AJ Styles did right mm-hmm. a little bit in that match, but even then, I was worried for AJ. Yeah, you know that that the Daniel Bryan stuff, which would drown him out. But uh, maybe I'm, you know, I'm I'm wrong on the whole Rusev Day thing. It's maybe not just chant, chant. Maybe it is the guy now, and it should be because he is good as hell. It's not like yeah. we're just discovering he's good. We've been saying for years, like two years, I want to say on this show, he should be a babyface. How many times me and Raj say that on this on this show? Yeah. No, it's it's weird though too because he wasn't nearly as over the crowd when he did get his last WWE push two years no. ago. No, yeah, but now they've they've embraced him, and I think that like, hey, he's a fan favorite to have him get the win over Daniel. I mean, it says a couple things. So Rusev uh, won with the Machka kick. He got the pin. He got the money in the bank spot. I'm assuming this means Daniel Bryan and Big Cass are not done. Ugh, uh, ugh. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Um, you got Daniel Bryan back. I know they're going to say, wait, we'll wait to the build to get those dream matches with AJ and Daniel Bryan, Nakamura, Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan. But it's hard. I want that shit now. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to wait. I don't want Kaz versus Daniel Bryan. Sorry. I agree. Um, I mean, that's the thing. Even with the Miz going to Money in the Bank and Daniel Bryan up, it's like, okay, we're not getting Daniel Bryan in the Miz until... Oh, Miz too. There's four right there. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So, Justin, you were saying, so do you think Roman... I, I made that prediction uh, the other night. Raj oh. Justin, do you think Roman's going to get added to Money in the Bank? Oh, I think added. Yeah. Yes. I think, yeah, he, you know, he lost his opportunity when gender interfered on Monday, but I think that... Uh, just for nothing else, because I can't think of another match. That, I mean, I, I mean, are they going to do Roman and Jinder as a singles match at Money in the Bank? I don't know. I could see Roman being added. I don't know. Well, here's my question. I mean, why can't he fight Brock? Am I missing something? Brock is – now, is it true? I think Meltzer said the, spec, now the speculation, of course, but the speculation is that Brock is not wrestling again until SummerSlam. Wow. They're, well, they – I'll say this. They're get that, doing – Get that paper, Brock. Sorry, <laughs> Well, a, a, I mean, Money in the Bank doesn't need Brock. I mean, Money in the Bank, you know, I, it, it, the gimmick sells itself. That event always does well, so you don't necessarily need Brock at that event, especially Brock's not cheap. So I'm, I'm fine with him not using him there. Um, Extreme Rules is in July. It's here in Pittsburgh. Uh, from the from the live event people I've talked to that are event that are dealing with the event, I know Brock has been. Cons- uh, there was some version of promotional material that had Brock being put on it, but it's not well, public. Always, so right, it so will be right, stage. so right, so. Um, you know, I, I think I, you don't need Brock, but then so it goes back to Roman. I'm like, you know, what is, I mean, they're in Chicago, so it's going to be a huge anti-Roman crowd. So, I mean, do you put them one-on-one against Jinder Mahal? And, like, Jinder's, Jinder's been a good he, he, he He's been a good yeah. heel for them. But, like, do you do that, him and Jinder? I, I don't know. Uh, okay, it's not a big match feel, but you're putting, you just answered, you just said it, actually, and you're, I agree with you. You're putting him in the ring with a heel's heel, right? Where he has to, I mean, do the fans still boom in that? I don't oh. know. Yes. Uh, uh, well, they might, they might just boo everything. That'll be, be the beach balls at the point. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Roman winning money in the bank would probably not be a popular no. decision. No. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, this, Raj was speculating that it'll be Roman and Jinder or actually or Roman was, and someone. Was Samoa Joe added? Uh, not yet. No, we, uh, he, he didn't show up last night after being defeated. I'm predicting if he gets in, he'll win, the, he'll win, he'll win that match. Okay, That's there we prediction. go. If he gets in. Yeah. Obviously. He'd be a good choice. So we'll see. I, I'm curious if, when Brock does, if he, and, if, yeah. and if he doesn't, Finn Balor will win it. Also a good pick. Um, I think people would be very happy with, with Finn in that spot. 
Man. So, yeah, just over five weeks away. We got five more episodes of each show until Money in the Bank. And then we'll see. Uh, they're going to be in England next week for both shows. Raw and SmackDown, I believe, coming from London. So, again, avoid the <coughs> internet during the day, next Monday and Tuesday, if you do not want it spoiled for you, because all the results will be online. Yes. Stay away, guys. Yeah. Um, people are speculating this more. Justin, have you heard anything about tag titles coming to 205 Live? Is that imminent? I, I haven't heard for sure. That I don't know. I, yeah. I, I keep hearing the tag title Money in the Bank rumor, which I'm pretty sure that's not happening. What's that? People were saying there was going to be a, a tag team championship Money in the Bank briefcase. Which... That's no. how come they have they ever done that before? No. No. The promotional material has three briefcases in it. Raj is saying the third Ooh. will be a cruiserweight money in the bank, but Oh, spot fest wise would be pretty cool. Absolutely. But it'll be like half the cruiserweight roster in that match. Uh, see, that's the crap I hate. That's what they do. They book I, I might even get into it. Yeah, I watched some of 205 Live last night. I thought it was very good. The quality has gone up. But, man, taking them off Raw has got to have hurt just even the awareness of the cruiserweights with a lot Dude, of the mainstream I, fans. I don't ever think about them, ever. I don't watch 205. Yeah. Every time I watch it, it's good, but it is, it is different. Um, anything else? Any other stories? Anything else to cover? I feel like we actually went through this in a good swift pace today, guys. <sighs> I thought we were lagging. I thought we were going over each match way too slow at first. I really did. I think, uh, well, what was it? We've done some episodes of the podcast where we were pushing, you know, hour and a half, two hours. Here we are at the, the 40 minute mark. So uh, that's because I'm not here arguing with Raj. <laughs> we got to keep you two separated. It will we'll do like Brock, uh, you know, keep you guys uh, separated and then have you come together for the pay per view coverage. Really, heads, <laughs> you know? Uh, but no, it's good, man. So Matt, you watched Raw this week. Um, obviously we talked about Backlash. So you uh -huh. think SmackDown had the best show? I did. I, not by a lot. I, not by a lot, guys. But uh, from top to bottom, I do, yeah. For, for, for what? For everything, okay? I'm not just saying the matches. I'm not just saying promos. I'm saying for the elevation of certain talents. Mandy Rose, um, uh, what's his name? You just said in the main event. Uh, 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 Rusev. You know, there's a lot of positive momentum for, for different people. And I, I think it makes the show look deeper because of that. Uh, it's not deeper than Raw, but it makes the show appear, perception-wise, to have a deeper roster than they really do. Um, and more importantly, I just think storyline advancement-wise, they did a better job. Yeah, yeah, and Justin, you agree? Yeah, SmackDown definitely the best uh, of the three straight days of TV. Um, again, I, not that the bar was set amazingly high, but you know, <laughs> to, just, just just to carry off what Matt said, I mean, it, it, yeah, it, SmackDown doesn't have as deep of a roster. They're not, and they're, they're never going to because they're only a two-hour show. But uh, they, they they are they do sh they it does come off more as that land of opportunity by having yeah. <laughs> primos and people like that cut promos about wanting to be in the Money in the Bank. It makes you feel like okay, there's more guys that anything could happen, even though it's still the same realistic. There's still the same realistic boundaries, but they try to give off the perception of anything could happen. Um, so. And a Rusev win in the main event versus Daniel Bryan that goes a huge step in that direction of making that a suspender of disbelief even that much more that a primo does get on, you know? Does uh, I don't know? Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. I just like the, the energy from this show. I, I, I'll be honest. I have for the last two years since I went to SmackDown Live in general. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought last night was really, really good. Um, quickly, so Wrestling Inc. has spoilers for NXT tonight. Cover your ears if you don't want to be spoiled. Uh, but how, Matt, how? 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 How's the spoilers already? Well, because they tape NXT a, a month at a time. So they taped tonight's episode uh, like four weeks ago, three weeks ago after Mania. Uh -huh. Gotcha. But uh, I'm excited for NXT tonight, and since we just have a minute, I'm sure you guys will want to tune in as well. I don't know, Matt, if you're watching every week. but No, tonight, you can tell me. Tonight, I want to hear spoilers. Everybody okay, cover so your tonight ears. is going to be the start of uh, the feud between Ricochet and Velveteen Dream. Awesome. I'll watch that. Yeah, I'm going to watch that live. I think, uh, man, already for the next uh, takeover. Wow. That's that, the match I'm looking forward to the most. Oh, God, yeah. 
What's what's his name doing? The dude from uh, TNA. Is he doing anything? Which which one, Matt? Um, <laughs> oh, EC3. Yeah, EC3. Uh, yeah, he's got a match tonight on NXT against Raul Mendoza, uh, Dakota Kai, and Vanessa Borner tonight, and uh, War Raiders and Heavy Machinery, and Tommaso Ciampa and Cassius Ono have a match tonight Ooh. as well. Yeah, that'll be good. NXT's back, man. They had a bit of a lull. How's Ono doing? Is he, is he dropping any LBs at all yet? <laughs> he still looks like the same guy to me, man. Does he? He, look, he looks like Balls Mahoney. <laughs> well, that's horrible. I haven't seen him in like a month. I haven't seen it since TakeOver. You know what I mean? And, and uh, I wonder if he – I'm not just making excuses because uh, I like him and I'm a fan. Um, but I wonder if he has a condition. I really do. Because – those dudes at NXT, I, I told you, I got my friend to try out there, and I went down there and visited the facility. They kill them during workouts. Do you know what I mean? So I can't, I don't know how with, with the nutrition program they have them on. They have meal prep uh, plans for them. They are spoiled like you won't believe. Yeah. And upstairs, they've got this, 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 this catering room or, or where they all get to sit on bar stools and shoot the shit with one another and eat these perfectly cooked prep meals, you know, and, and it's just, I don't get how one can be having any type of cellulitis or cellulite, you know what I mean, unless one has a condition. So I'm wondering if, if something's up with him. Could be age, man. He's 38 now. At a certain point, you don't drop Brother, it how I'm, you used to. I'm 42, and I'm busting my yeah. butt in the gym, but not like what they're doing down in NXT. Yeah. You know? And I wonder what his contract is if he's because don't some of the guys oh, Justin you might know this don't know. some of the guys does he, yeah does yeah. he go Justin do you know yeah, I don't I, I some of the guys do have a requirement like when they first I know when when Adam Cole was first <clears throat> when he first signed NXT he had to go to the performance center every day it was kind of like you know starting over uh, which and I've been mm-hmm. to, to Matt's point I've to, I've toured that facility uh, and it's it's it is a phenomenal place. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know with Ono what if if he has to go there if he has to report every day that I don't know and I mean like and I, and I made I made the joke he looks like Balls Mahoney because of the long hair and he's got the the jersey on sometimes he's bigger I mean it's not to detract the way that he's still talented but it is it is he he does when I go back and look at pictures of him from ten yeah. years ago not it, even, it, yeah not five, even ten five yeah. five yeah you know um, I don't know me, I mean makes me think something happened. Hmm. But we do forget. I mean, we do forget. I mean, he is 38. He's not a young. He's not a young guy anymore. So I, I don't know. Like, it makes me wonder. You know, he might be an NXT lifer, which is not necessarily a shame in that. Uh, NXT is a very over brand. I don't know money wise what he's getting, but I mean, I, I do wonder. Like, you know, you're 38. Um, I wonder what what the future does hold for him. Past. And it does. It, it affects the overall presentation. It does, and it's gonna it's gonna keep him back. And it sucks because he he is. I love. Watch, I, I love watching them, but I know WWE. I know their thinking. I know their logic. There's yeah. no way they're letting him get away wear that jersey and shorts. I, I think it's cool. It's original. You know, he's a huge uh, basketball mark, so it fits who he is as a person. But uh, there's no way they're, 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 he's doing it because he's covering his his body, right? So the leg part, though, they've got to do something with that. Yeah, get some of uh, Jeff Hardy's uh, baggy pants, you know. It sucks, more. man, because he is so goddamn good. I love watching him. No, he is, but I think he's got to figure out something that's just flattering. And we've talked about this, I mean, across the board. I mean, everyone's had this. I mean, Owens definitely – actually, Owens looks like he's dropped some weight. No, he has. He, yeah. he absolutely has. And he doesn't have cellulitis. He doesn't have cellulite, like golf dimples. That's the big, mm. that's the big thing. And that tells me that there's tissue there that's net, that's not being worked. It's yeah. not being exercised. That's what cellul- That's what happens with cellulite. Don't you have a hookup, Matt? Somebody that can like go in there and help him laser that I stuff w- off. Oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> are you friends yes, with Cassius Ono? Or like text Chris Hero out of the blue and be like, "Hey, buddy, uh, I know some I am, people." But I, want- yeah, I would feel so uncomfortable doing that. I feel horrible, you know, because I'm not trying to call the dude out. But the same token, it's like. He's on the. He's on the. He's really. He could be on the precipice of making some good money. Yeah, I hate to see that hold him back. Yeah, it's actually kind of weird. I mean, Justin, you mentioned the concept of the NXT just, lifer. People talked about that back when Samoa Joe was there or Rhino was there, but these guys went up to the main roster. Do you think that 
ultimately, um, if you get over or the main roster sees something and you like that concept, because it hasn't really come to fruition yet, has it? Where somebody just stays there, works with the younger talent, and that's their ceiling? Well, you know, every, you know, I do, you know, I'll do the conference calls around the calendar year with Triple H. I was, Triple H did a conversation with us backstage after NXT in uh, New Orleans a few weeks ago. And every conversation we have with them, it always comes up that the goal is for NXT to be a, a viable, be a, a third brand to the point of where it, it's a two-way street. It's not just guys getting called up to Raw and SmackDown, but maybe some guys are on SmackDown and go back to NXT, but it not come off as a demotion. They're still not there yet. and But I, the, the thing is, it's, it's, it's okay from a fan perspective, I guess, to be an NXT, NXT lifer at this point because NXT is a cool brand and it does tour around the world, but it's still not – you're still not making you're, – you're still not – you still don't have the opportunity to make WrestleMania money. You're still not getting paid – Raw and SmackDown money because NXT as a brand still isn't making that kind of money from their touring yet. So right, you know, and don't forget, guys. I'll go back to OVW. Um, part of the allure of being a fan at those shows is seeing the superstars of tomorrow today. Yeah, right. That's a big part of the allure of going to an NXT show. So, like for instance, the Velveteen Dream. Everyone's behind him because everyone sees friggin' cash signs with that dude. Right. Everybody sees it. And they're a part of the journey early on in the beginning of it. But let's be clear. If he's there for five years, it's not going to be the same. He will not get that same reaction. Not because of anything he did wrong, but because people want to see their guy make it and go up in the main roster and make it there too and blow up. Yeah. Although I'm sure there's probably a lot of the fans that hope they never go to the main roster. <laughs> just like, just I don't know. I think, they say, I think they say that. I do think they say that. But I think... No one's been put in that position yet for five years is, is, my, is, my, is my limit, I'm saying. Five, five years, no way are fans going to react the same. No way. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see, man. Um, man, so tonight's NXT. Tune in and watch it. Should be a good one. They've been, they've been on a roll lately. Matt, it's funny you mentioned you haven't been watching it regular since TakeOver. I thought last, the last TakeOver Mania was so good. Oh. I mean, I just was like, now I'm watching NXT every I'm week. Just, I forget. I'm busy, man. I'm so yeah. busy. I, if I wasn't and you guys reminded me, I would watch it. I could put it yeah. right on my phone. Yeah, it's funny. I'm just now in the rhythm of between Monday, Tuesday. It gets to be 5 o'clock on Wednesday, and I'm just like, I got something to watch wrestling-related, right? It's... Uh, it's just the rhythm we're in, man. Um, cool. So before we uh, take it home here, Justin, where can people find your stuff online? Anything you want to plug? Yeah, Twitter at Justin Labar has links to my audio podcast, Wrestling Reality. Of course, Chair Shot Reality I do here on uh, Wrestling Inc.'s YouTube, as well as uh, some clips of it are put out on social. So uh, odds are you probably want to disagree with me and argue with me. So go ahead and tweet me. Well, thank you for being stuck here with us uh, this week on the Wrestling Podcast, Justin. What, what, Matt, what, what better things could I be doing on Wednesday than talking to you and Matt? I love this. It's true. Uh, so, Matt, <laughs> what do we got? BP Matt Morgan, Instagram, uh, Instagram Twitter. Instagram and Twitter, at BP Matt Morgan and Matt Morgan for Longwood. Matt Morgan for Longwood on Facebook. Uh, I just put on Instagram a little video. Uh, last night, I had a really cool uh, experience as a city commissioner. I got you, you get invited to all these different events, right? All these different charities all these different uh, kickoff dinners, different candidates want you to endorse them, you know? Because I have a very big uh, platform because of being a former wrestler, right? Yeah. Especially on social media. So they're not stupid. They ask for my endorsement, and I'm very careful with who I endorse. But, uh, like, last night was really cool because I'm a no-party affiliate, right? I'm considered mm -hmm. an independent currently. That may change one day, right? But for now, that's where I stand, right in the middle. And I have left side thoughts and I have right side thoughts and beliefs. But what was cool last night was I, I was invited to a, uh, a, a conservative Republican event, right? Mm -hmm. And it was for a group called uh, Save. Um, and uh, it, it was just, it's basically a way to protect gays in the workplace. Meaning here in Florida, and I couldn't believe this, because my wife works in HR, and she says this isn't true, but we looked it up. And this event was about this to protect this from happening. Yeah, that here in Florida, brother, somebody that you know may come out and say, "Hey, you know, I'm gay," or it gets discovered that they're gay, or they are open and out about it, they can be fired. Yeah, how horseshitty! Everyone has their own beliefs. Just for me and my own beliefs is what I'm saying. Is I was flabbergasted by that. In any and any so, type of job. 
brother, yes. I, I was shocked at that. That's not illegal, right? So I got on my Instagram, I put a parts of my speech I gave. Um, and just one of the things I, I just wanted to point out, I hate to get political, but it makes, I know everyone who watches this is very open-minded. And uh, one of the things I was shocked by this is we, we, we shoot ourselves in the foot as a country, man. We're so hard up at the moment on, if you're a Democrat, then this means you're this. If you're a Republican, then this means you're this, and you fit in this box, and you're racist, you're homophobe, and you're all these bad things, and you hate immigrants. And I, I was around Republicans last night, and that is not what I got from them. You know, that was my personal experience. And in fact, this event was for the gay rights. And um, it just goes to show you, you know what I mean? Don't judge a book by the cover. Definitely don't judge a, a person by their party yeah. um, or religion or anything for that matter, because you don't know the person. And um, that's why I like being a no party affiliate, because I don't have to do anything. I don't have to vote nobody's hands in my pocket. Nobody can sway me one way or the other with my beliefs. Yeah. And I get to kind of walk in the middle and, 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 and be part of things that I have a lot of passion for versus being forced into it because I'm part of a party. Does that make sense? Absolutely, man. No, I think that's cool. And uh, cool. I, I was honored that they invited me to this event and uh, I signed the pledge. There was a pledge there that, that, that everyone could sign if they wanted to. No pressure on having your name added to it as far as, uh, you know, trying to explain to business owners out there like, look, we're trying to make our country stabilized and strong forget stabilized strong our economy is strong at the moment and having our own industries our own businesses our own technology right here in usa you know yeah. and to do that we've got to be we we can't afford to to be playing being fifth graders at recess and, and, and picking this person last or not at all because of their simple their sexual orientation or their religion or anything like that it's so stupid it makes no sense to me. You want to pick the best of the best or the best talent pool possible. That the best talent pool possible, guess what? You can't discriminate. Yeah. You can't afford to. No, it's absolutely true, man. Uh, this is very cool. Um, and so follow Matt Morgan, number four, Longwood, on Facebook. for So there's video from that last night. Yeah, it's on there and it's on my Instagram, too. But I put it on there. Awesome, man. Check it out. Uh, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. Tweet along with Raw, SmackDown, and NXT now most weeks. So uh, give me a follow on there. Of course, follow Wrestling Inc. as well. We'll be back here Monday night to talk about Monday Night Raw. Myself, Raj Geary, and Mr. Matt Morgan together on the same podcast again. We'll see you back here, folks, on Wrestling Inc. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.